from the latest happenings on the diamond. Still getting on base a lot with walks. We have not seen the power um, as much as we have, but he's having really good at bat. To all the insight and expertise on things outside the ballpark. I mean, yeah, our charcuterie board is just like, you know, peak bougie. Let's just be honest, right? Like, if you really think about the concept, it's like you're just throwing some meat and cheese on a, on a plate. We only turn to one person. Batter up. It's Sophia Minnert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. Ewald Automotive, where we make it easy. Joined by Sophia Minard, especially on game day. I know there's a ball game going on a few hours from now. A few hours from now. Sophia, are you already at the ballpark or are you on your way? Um, not yet. Getting ready. We'll uh, be heading over there soon. So what happened last night? I saw that Jason Alexander had a tough had a tough night. I guess there was some regression expected from him, but but was yesterday kind of just like flush it, turn the page? Yeah, I think I think so. Um, you know, he was pretty effective for the first four or five innings, and there, you know, it's this is kind of life of a sinker ball pitcher. Is you know, you want contact, and and sometimes you get the contact you want, and sometimes you don't. And I think for the first couple of innings, he was able to get the ground ball out that you would expect from him. Um, and then you know, he also just there were some kind of tough plays, and there were some defensive plays that weren't made, and there were two errors in the game, and. Um, and, and then there was some hard contact kind of the third time through the lineup. So it was kind of a, a combination of things. Um, and, and, you know, this was also the first time that he had seen a, a lineup for the second time. He made his debut against the Cubs back on June 1st. So um, I, I don't think that was necessarily a factor. He didn't say it was. But, um, you know, it's kind of interesting when a, when a pitcher gets that opportunity to, to see a team for the second time. Sophia, how is uh, Freddie Peralta progressing? He's he's doing well. Um, we've had a chance to see him, I, I think, twice now since the injury. Um, he, you know, once we once he suffered the injury and, the, and they got the inflammation down in that right shoulder, he's been in Arizona the majority of the time, so he's not around the team on a daily basis, and, and that's really just so that he can get some more, you know, kind of intensive personal rehab time um, in with the staff down there because uh, they do expect it to be a longer rehab for him. But every time that we've seen him, you know, he shows up, he's the same guy. He says he feels really good physically, um, feels like he's getting the strength back in that shoulder. He is throwing. Um, he's not off of a mound yet. But, but the fact that he's throwing is really encouraging. So he'll just continue with his throwing program, and he comes back to the Major League team for kind of periodic check-ins so that the Major League staff can kind of get their eyes on him and, and also just so he can be around the team. Um, you know, I think the guys miss Freddie. So um, hopefully, you know, in the second half, he'll he'll be able to contribute again. Sophia, there's a great article that dropped this morning on ESPN.com that Jeff Passan wrote about the death of the starting pitcher and how guys are working not as long into games with one of the reasons being, analytics say, as you go around the lineup for a third time, 
they're, the likelihood of success of that lineup is going to be higher. And I remember that being a talking mm-hmm. point back in 2018 when the Brewers went to the NLCS. They didn't have that stud. You know, they were doing creative things with that pitching staff. But now that they have Corbin Burns, are the rules a little bit different for Corbin because he's so good versus the rest of the staff? I mean, I think you could throw Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, you know, healthy Freddie Peralta in that out in that category as well. Um, but yeah, I think I do think that's a real thing, right? I think in, in baseball, there's there's data for for everything, and you can also find data to support kind of any argument you want. But I do think, um, you know, they certainly have the arms, um, you know, like Corbin and Brandon and Freddie, and I would say even a healthy Adrian Hauser that they they can get through six, seven, eight, you know, on, on a really good day if they're efficient with their pitch counts. Um, they've proven that, right? They, they've proven that over the course of the last couple of seasons. I do think part of it, too, is like starting pitchers now, they probably are the most protected. You know, it's like the most expensive commodity in the game. And you just, you know, the way that the game has progressed, you have so many more options in the bullpen now, right? Like, I think every team is carrying eight relievers now. Um, and so you just have more options back there. So matchup-wise, if you feel like you have a better decision, uh, that's, you know, but the majority of the time they're going to go with the, the better matchup, um, regardless of who's on the mound. So, you know, I, I do think there are certainly exceptions to that. Um, but, you know, again, if you've got the chance to hand the ball to a, a Brad Boxberger or, you know, a matchup with a handed pitcher, um you're, you're going to do that, and there's, there's data to support that. And I think that's what's changed the decision-making. Sophia Minner joining Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, as she does every week during the baseball season. Okay, to that point, Sophia, so Theo Epstein, of course, who is uh, an advisor to Major League Baseball, has these ideas of how to potentially reinvigorate the starting position Pitching position, rather, okay? So hear me out. I got three of them for you. Limit pitchers on the active roster to 11 versus 13. The double Mm -hmm. hook, which means when you pull your starting pitcher, you lose your DH. Or limiting pickoff attempts. Do any of those excite you as a possibility of having these starters, not necessarily a Corbin Burns and not necessarily a Woodruff like you mentioned or a Peralta, but some of these other starters who, as opposed to having you know the, the 100 pitch outings, are now averaging 84 pitches per outing. Does any, do any of those options you think will affect that positively? Off the top of my head, no. Um, because, like, okay, the last one was the pickoff one. I think that's something that we've seen in the minor leagues that they're experimenting with the pitch clock, right? Well, the only way that you reset the pitch clock is, like, throwing over to first base. Um, so I, I don't think that necessarily has an impact. And I would say uh, with the 11 pitchers on the staff, that's intriguing. But if anything, I feel like that might just lead to more roster moves. And the reason why it was set at 14 at the start of the season and is now a 13 pitcher maximum is just because of, um, you know, the, the CBA and the lockout and the condensed spring training, they felt that that was best for player health. Um, so I, I just don't know if any of those are really going to be super impactful. And I think what we've seen too, is like the DH has been a, a positive thing and, and that's also designed to, you know, not just create more offense, right. But it's also, designed to help protect the pitchers so that you don't have injuries to pitchers when they're at the plate, which unfortunately does happen sometimes. Um, so I, I don't know. I, 
I understand, you know, everyone wants a solution. I'm just not sure, like, off the top of my head, those would have a huge impact. It's a great article by Jeff Passan on ESPN.com. Go out and read it. It just talks about this trend, this evolution of the starting pitcher and how you're not seeing these guys as much as possible. And, Sophia, we were talking about, like, Chewy was different. He was saying he goes to the ballparks for the hitters. He wants to see home runs. He wants to see the dingers. And Gabe and I were saying there's still a lure. There's still an emotional attachment to these starting pitchers, the Corbin Burns, the Clayton Kershaws, whoever they may be, that when they're on the hill, and, and God forbid you get a great matchup between two aces, that's still a huge draw in baseball. What do you think is bringing more people out to the ballpark? I would I would say the casual fan is probably siding more with Chewy. Um, you know, I, th- I think the casual fan they want action, and what's more fun than a home run? You know, they want offense, they want big innings, they want home runs. I think they want a quick, a quickly played game. You know, right? I think I just think they want action. They want to be entertained. Um, now I think if you're a more, you know, if you're kind of more locked in, then you do get excited, like about a Corbin Burns matchup. Um, and, and he's had some phenomenal ones this season. Um, uh, you know, he just, he's in that spot where he tends to line up with the other team's A. So I think just the, the casual fan who's maybe only going to a handful of games a year, or maybe they only go to one or two games a year and maybe they're just going for the game experience or they're going with a group and the tailgating and all of that, like, they probably do want to see, you know, more offense and more homers. But I, I, to me, you know, like watching baseball every day, there's probably no one more important on the field on any given day than the starter because they dictate so much of what happens in the game um, and, and how the game can go. It's not to say they're the only one, but, you know, just you know, the majority of the time they tend to be the most important person on the field. We put that on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll. Which of Theo Epstein's ideas to reinvigorate the starting pitching role are you okay with? Go ahead and weigh in on that. Sophia, thanks for taking the time. Have a great day. Thanks. Have a good one.